0: Connecting life and faith. This is Connections.
1: This is the good news. Uh, the good um, the good part too is that uh, uh, we are going to have now sunlight earlier in the morning. And the morning light is the most important for our biological clock.
2: Many of us are feeling well rested after gaining an extra hour of sleep over the weekend. That's thanks to the fall time change that returns us. Standard Time. Today we're joined by Dr. Joseph Tekonik. He is a doctor of psychology and neuroscience and Professor emeritus at the University of Ottawa School of Psychology. Today in Connections, he's sharing with us what the health impacts of a time change are, how we can benefit from this extra hour of sleep, and what the effects of having more daylight in the morning and less in the afternoon can have on our health. We're going to hear that and so much more today. Dr. Joseph DeConnick joins us today. He's a Doctor of Psychology and Neuroscience and Professor emeritus at the University of Ottawa School of Psychology. Now, we experienced a time change over the weekend, and this is the good one where a lot of people are saying, woo yay, I gained an extra hour of sleep. But really, what are some of the health impacts that this time change, the fall time change, can have on our health? Well,
1: actually, yes, it is. (coughs) You, You said it. it is a very good news. Uh, because uh, we are getting an hour of sleep. And actually what happens is that we are going back to standard time. Standard time is the natural time, the the time that's uh, uh, the clock that's aligned with uh, as close as possible, of course, within time zones, with solar time. And uh, that is with the sun being uh right, very high in the sky at noon and the same kind of uh, time of illumination before and after, which is corresponds to our day activity so this is uh, this is a good news uh, the good, um, the good part too is that uh, uh, we are going to have now sunlight earlier in the morning and the morning light is the most important for our biological clock. There is a little bit of disruption, of course, of a one hour of our biological clock. And that's, even if it's in the right, the, the good direction, uh, it does have an impact. Some people are more sensitive than than others to the, this change. And it, it is also normal. So, but it's not uh, uh, that problematic. The only thing is that people may feel uh, more uh, depressed because in the afternoon we have suddenly this... Uh, this uh, darkness that comes an hour earlier, and that that that's also normal to to have. Some people who have seasonal depression will be more affected. So that's uh, uh, but what to do in this situation? Well, profit from the fact that the sun rises earlier in the morning and expose yourself to to the light. Maybe take a walk uh, early uh, in the morning when the sun rises. That will really we uh, align your clock to uh, now the normal standard time, and also it has a rejuvenating effect. People who have uh, winter depression, we do recommend that they expose themselves to light. Sometimes you, you can buy bright lights, or you're, there are d- new devices that uh, can be used. But just uh, looking at at your window is uh, is uh, terrific. So that's uh, that's the that's for this this uh, time change. It's all the opposite for the one in the spring, but that's for uh, for us now, that is, that, that's great news.
0: We ran some surveys on our radio station websites uh, the other week asking people, do they want to do away with the time change? I think it was like 80% didn't want to change their time anymore. But interesting, most of them said no more time changes and let's keep it on daylight savings time. But you said that standard time is actually better having that light earlier in the morning than for our bodies. Oh,
1: yeah. Yes, definitely. We've reviewed the literature in my, and I'm a sleep researcher and we, the Canadian Sleep Society has asked us to review the literature like uh, all the other specialists uh, in the world on biological rhythm, the biological clock. And uh, we have, uh, the the research shows indeed that uh the alignment with uh, the sun is the best way to go, and the problem with the there are several problems with daylight saving. Well, the first one is that when we move to daylight saving spring, we lose our sleep. But it's, it's it is understandable that people feel that they like to have light as late as possible in the evening. But uh, because especially in the winter, we're deprived of light. You know, the sun uh, sun illumination. Uh, goes from 16 hours in the summer which is quite it's actually too much but uh, to down to eight uh, seven seven uh, depending if you're more northern situated so the the it's understandable but the problem is that people hear the expression daylight saving is the wrong expression because we're not saving daylight we're moving daylight towards the So uh, it's not saving light, and it's not more light. It just so the the consequence of this this desynchronization of an hour with our biological clock, natural biological clock, which is aligned with the sun, is that uh, we tend to be more active in 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 the evening, and that's you know it's, it's quite understandable. But what happens is that during the summer we tend to sleep less because we go to bed later. And uh, then when we get, get back to uh, school, for example, and those who work at school, then it's it's a little difficult in September because we tend to go and go to bed late, and then you have to wake up at the same time in the morning. So that's uh, induces sleep deprivation. So this phenomenon is called jet lag. That you go, it is not just like social jet lag. Mm-hmm. So you're essentially moving your activity. To And, you know, we do enjoy that in the summer, except that uh, in many places, uh, especially further north, you don't see the stars until very late. So that's for stargazers, it's not a good idea. But, 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 uh, but that's so that's understandable, but it does have some health consequences. That's why we're coming back to standard time in the winter, because it would be problematic if you have a standard uh, daylight saving you would have let's say for example in Winnipeg uh, you would have uh, you have the sun in December but you know the, the shortest day is december 21st you would have uh, something like uh, uh, sun would rise at 8 fifteen so it's it's you're already going to work I haven't gone to work but and then and then if you go to Daylight saving all the year round, it will be 950 that the sun will rise. So that has a that is very tough on your biological clock, and, that, and the research shows that that has a negative impact uh, all the way. So uh, uh, Russia has tried it, and uh, they have uh, they have uh, uh, come back to standard time because people were complaining. Especially kids at school. So, so that's why we, uh, we the, let see, between time change that as we have now and uh, going to stand, standard time all year or, or, or daylight saving, daylight saving is the worst solution as far as science so far uh, uh, dictates. So, so it's a, it's a, it, the other, it, the important, important thing is that in Canada, we have established the time zone very uh, someplace sometimes outside really of time of the real sunlight uh distribution so that ontario and quebec is in the same time zone winnipeg is not well placed either it's almost outside of its time zone so the more west you are of your time zone the more you would be affected by the saving because the sun will rise later and uh, later much later in the morning as i say morning night that's uh, the most important
2: what about those who uh, are working and working those regular hours of maybe eight to five or nine to five um now with standard time they're really not going to get much of that that daylight the important daylight um yeah that's right how does that impact their health because they're likely right. going to be as stuck as say, in a building.
1: It, it, the problem is, that, well, it has a depressive effect, but also it, 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 you know, as I say, the, the, the biological clock, when you let it run without light exposure, it tends to move forward. So in other words, you tend to go to bed later. Like if you were in a cavern, your biological clock is not 24 hours. It's a little more than 24 hours. So in other words, if you're in a cavern, you'll tend to go to bed later and later and later you know, a couple of the minutes a day. So that's another thing. So if you are uh, on daylight saving and the sun rises at nine o'clock and you, you, you're you inside work and you come out and then uh, the sun is just uh, setting, uh, you're not getting that. Uh, that you're getting it from the computer, perhaps, or things like that, but uh, or looking out the window. So you have to compensate with that. But that's, that, that is a problem, that is a problem. Uh, light is uh, essential. It's, uh, you know people can live. Blind people, right? people don't have it, and uh, there are other synchronizers, uh, like exercise uh, is a good synchronizer. If you exercise early in the morning, that really sets your clock uh, somewhat. Uh, the timing of, of meals is also important. So there are several, several uh, factors that uh, come into, uh, into effect.
0: What about you mentioned the things like the sad lights? We actually, a few people at work, a few people at work now use the sad lights, uh, and they've got these big, bright lights on their desk that blind me when I walk around the corner. <laughs> do they really work? Yeah,
1: they do work. but you know, the, the, the good news is now you can buy it's look, looks like a, uh, uh, it. looks like it looks like sunglasses. Uh, we've had a doctoral student looking at this with depression. The, the glasses are a little big, but uh, they're glasses and they have a little light around. Uh, little light, you know, LED, so they do send you the light that you need. Interesting. So it, doesn't, it doesn't look as uh, as overwhelming, but it does the job.
0: Very interesting. I think that's, yeah, for us up in northern parts, right? There's that's so right. little daylight during the day that, that winter just becomes really, really tough We usually try to get away to Mexico once a winter, but uh, it's also tough in the middle of a pandemic to do that. (laughs)
1: Oh, no, I know. I know. I've been uh, going to Florida myself, and uh, I'm not sure it's going to work this winter. But the minute that you go there, you see the big difference in light, you see. You see how light is important, but that's the, the, the condition of, of living uh, up north, you know. So that's, but we had, yeah. and we adapted. I mean, you, humans can adapt. You know, people who work uh, night shifts, um, I myself have been a sleep researcher so for a first year. I did my doctoral thesis in the University of Manitoba, actually. I'm in Ottawa now, but uh, I know that uh, I ran this, by, I spent the night up. Um, um looking at my sub- observing subjects sleeping, and then during the day it was like, but I had to uh, to sleep, <laughs> so <laughs> I know what it is, but you can it's possible to adapt but uh, the idea of uh, using bright lights and uh, you know uh, really well calculating your exposure to sun as much as possible at the right time of day uh really helps helps people uh who are doing night shifts, for example, to have uh, bright lights around during their work, so that during the day they can uh, shut the wind- windows out and get as much uh, darkness as possible and get a good, uh, a good chunk of sleep that's uninterrupted.
0: In your medical opinion, do you think we should do away with time changes? Oh, yeah. That, well, that
1: would be the ideal. Because you see, the, the 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 problem this one hour it is a, it is a disruption even in, in, the, in the fall. Okay, so you know, ideally we should be we should be doing. You know, the, the the big issue too is that uh, well, Ontario has <laughs> decided to try daylight saving, but the the real problem is to uh, realize that uh, well it is, it's the economic, uh, for economic reasons that some people or politicians mentioned to go to day, uh, daylight saving. But I haven't read, I, I'm not a, an economist, so I can't say, but I haven't read any really uh, su- studies. The one that I've, I've read don't show that it's it is a big gain. But there might be, you know, there might be some health public health issues arising. That's the prediction, and that's what Russia has observed. So it may not be uh, economically sound. Uh, my, that's my prediction, that uh, people are going to like it, especially people who are, uh, uh, you know, in situations like Winnipeg, uh, we're not, we're, they're not going to like it. Saskatchewan is not changing, right, but it's uh, changing time. But if you look at where they're situated, they have a special time zone. They're actually, uh, they are actually uh, year-round, they're actually having daylight saving year-round. But they're situated uh, in a situation where it brings them to standard time all year. (laughs) So (laughs) they're just tweaking with, uh, with, it's a good thing, though, they don't have time change.
2: Going back to something you said earlier, you mentioned that even something as simple as, you know, looking out the window is beneficial. How so? You just you obviously don't even just have to go outside as long as you are exposing yourself to that light that can impact oh, yes, your yes. health.
1: Well, that's what I, you know, I remember when I came back two years ago, because we were in Florida when this pandemic happened and then we had to stay indoors for 14 days. And uh, I, I do that, and I, I did a lot of interviews at that time. And I was strongly recommending to people, you know, who need to go out, uh, you know, the, the confinement and so on, to just stick. I'd uh, spend, spend 15 minutes, 20 minutes in a window looking outside. And you yeah. know, sometimes you know <laughs> you can see people walk around. Maybe it's the nature, but it is that that really does it. Uh, because when you use the sun, when it's uh, the real sunlight, it's very strong in terms of illumination, so that's why you need very bright lights that, you know, you have these people that have it. someone mentioned earlier that uh, you know, that someone at work that has one of those bright lights, we used to have I had some in my lab, and uh, they're very, very, well, they're just about uh, close to, to the, 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 what you get to, to a window, you see, it's not much, much more, so, uh, so it, it is very efficient already. But if you combine that with a uh, walk outside, that's even better because then you do some exercise. That's uh, that's the best against uh, depressive uh, and uh, gets gets your. Yeah, I, I use the expression sometimes in the French, but in French you see, you, see, it gets, you start the car I and mean, you start your engine uh, with uh, with light and a little bit of exercise
0: when you wake up in the morning.
2: So get that lawn chair out put it yeah. out in front of the, the, in front of the window going. with a nice little Yeah, get drink. the
0: engine going. You know? Everybody's so excited for this time change because they get an extra hour of sleep on the yeah. weekend. But I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old, and they're getting up at the same time, no matter what time the clock says. So they're just going to get up an hour earlier now. <laughs> it's great.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's their biological clock. Yeah. They're very, very... Precise. That's how the uh, our system. It's really amazing to see how precise it is. You know, uh, if you are not using, you don't need to use. Uh, if if you use a, an alarm clock in the morning, that means that you're sleep deprived, because uh, uh, so so that's a good sign. But if you see that you, you get to the point, which I've managed to do because I know how to get to do that, but is to uh, wake up. Uh, spontaneously at the same time. And uh, in my case, for example, because I've done it for years, I it, it's, uh, it's almost up to the minute. It's, your brain is really well-organized. There's a lot of connections there. And it's very, very precise. So uh, it does wake you up. And people, there's some people who manage to to tweak with us to, to, to decide the. Uh, uh, what time they can go. You know, there, there's, some, there's some research that demonstrates that you can do that. But as long as you get your seven, seven to eight hours, that's what the, the, all the research recommends, seven to eight hours in the adult. The adolescent, it's uh, more, and uh, up to 10 hours. And that's the problem with adolescents. They're the ones that, have, that suffer a lot from Mm-hmm. From all these changes and all these issues, because they do need nine to ten hours, their brain is developing, especially the frontal lobe, which are important for decision making, uh, emotional regulation. That's one of the issues that come with adolescents who have, um, uh, you know, all these uh, these psychological issues. Uh, they are associated with the fact that they're not getting uh, enough sleep, and their brain is really needs to uh, your frontal lobe. Uh, only matures completely and is well organized until uh, you're 20, up to 20, 25 years old. So the amount of sleep that is required there is very, very important for the, uh, the, the development of uh, higher, high functions, high executive and mental functions.
2: Very interesting. The brain, the body, it's very interesting. For listeners who may be interested in finding some resources to learn more about time change and the impact it has on their health, are there any resources out there available? Oh,
1: yes. There's a a, a website that we've established uh, with the Canadian Sleep Society and other researchers. It's called Sleep On It Canada. So just in one word, Sleep On It Canada, uh, just Google this and uh, you'll get to that. It has everything. It has all the time change things. Uh, I've contributed to that. A lot of good colleagues have contributed to that. And it covers all this the time change, all these issues. And also, there's a, a position statement of the Canadian Sleep Society. So you just Google Canadian uh, Sleep Society statement on daylight saving. And it's all there. The one thing that I think I didn't mention, and I'm glad that uh, you asked that question, is that we are also recommending that if we keep that time change, okay, uh, 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 that we do the change on Friday night, because it oh, will give you two days to get oh, that's
0: you See, in the yeah.
1: spring, it's very, very... I've been saying that for 10 years, but... I have the impression nobody listens. It was so, it'd be so easy in the in the spring. You know, we have this uh, uh, this uh, situation of uh, uh, losing losing an hour uh, of sleep. But then, if we change it to Friday, then you have a weekend to recover. There won't be that many accidents.
0: Or we but, change it. We change it on a Friday and we have a week national holiday, a week-long national holiday. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, one of the nice things there, yeah, but we're also recommending that we change the time in April and in October when there's more more light still so that okay. we won't feel that change of light too so much because... If you only have eight hours, it really makes a big difference to move it an hour around. But if it's you, you're in the situation where we have nine to ten hours, like in early October or April, as it used to be, then it won't be as
0: effective as the uh, problem. Well, thank you so much, doctor, for joining us today. Very interesting conversation. A pleasure.
2: And thank you so much for listening today. Remember, if you want to listen to this full conversation again or any of the conversations we've had on Connections, you could do that by checking out our podcast, Connections with Mike Tom and Colleen Hood. You can find that podcast at podcastville.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.